Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I'm so bad with the introductions. Um, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. It's me, it's Brie, and I'm so excited to be here. I mean, I'm always excited. I don't say this enough, but I genuinely love podcasting. Genuinely love it. I like never feel like, oh, I have to do an interview today, or like, oh, I have to record an intro. Or, ugh, like I have to do something for the podcast. Like, I never feel like that. I genuinely would do this like every single day for the rest of my life, and I think I would be happy. <laughs> I think, I don't know. But, like, I, right now, where I'm at, I genuinely love podcasting. And so I'm just super excited. I haven't recorded in a couple of days, which usually like the longest I go is like three or four days without recording and I don't think I've recorded anything in like a week um which feels weird but I'm here and I'm so excited so today's episode I have a great guest her name is Megan and she is a digital marketing strategist and we talk about LinkedIn and LinkedIn I was like so hesitant because as, as you guys, some of you might not know, I was a recruiter. So recruiters use LinkedIn. And if you don't know what a recruiter is, super simple definition is basically when you apply for any position, any job, a recruiter or a recruiting assistant is on the other side looking at your resume and setting up either a phone interview or in-person interview with the actual hiring manager, like the person who you would be reporting to. And so that is what I did for my corporate job for about three years. (laughs) And I used LinkedIn a lot and I had like a ton of connections on LinkedIn because genuinely or I'm trying to say generally, (laughs) wow, Um, generally you want to be connected with a lot of recruiters because if they have a position open you and you're in the forefront of their mind like it could be a really easy in and LinkedIn was such a networking site when I was on it so I had like 2,000 connections on LinkedIn it was crazy I was getting messages like every single day Um, I was getting recruited by like recruiting companies and I was when I left my corporate job, I was kind of ashamed, like, to be really honest, um, because I felt like I was such a failure because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even, like, work in a nine-to-five job. I'm such a loser. Like, really, these are things that I was saying to myself. And I ended up deleting my LinkedIn because I always had this fear of, like, what will people say about me? Because I left my job and I didn't immediately go into a new job Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do or what I wanted to do. And so I was like, I just need to delete my entire profile and hopefully like no one like finds out what I'm doing. (laughs) It's just a weird time. Um, So when me and Megan connected and you'll hear me talk about this on the actual episode, but I was like, I am so hesitant to get a new LinkedIn profile. Um, But you'll definitely hear me come around in this episode. Um, She talks about 
the things that you should include in your LinkedIn profile, um, what it looks like and actually using it for your business from hiring people like VAs or podcast editors or even collaborations and what it would look like to get clients through LinkedIn and just so many other really helpful tips and what it's done for her, what it's done for her clients. And I'm just really excited to have this episode. She definitely inspired me to create a new LinkedIn profile, which I am probably going to do in the new year. And she has an amazing offer for you guys. So she has a specific LinkedIn chorus, which she talks about also in this episode of basically helping you guys set up step by step your profile and how to really maximize the usage of it. Um, I think it's always great to try new platforms and see what feels good and see if your clients are hanging out there. Um, I'm not a huge advocate of like being on every single platform and like trying to do establish this like quote unquote omnipresence that so many I think coaches really push at people is to be on all the platforms. I think if you're just starting out, choose one or two. But I'm also really for trying different platforms. Maybe Facebook isn't the right platform for you and your audience. Maybe Instagram isn't or LinkedIn or Pinterest. Like you just, it really is a try and fail situation when it comes to creating and being on different platforms. And I think LinkedIn is a great place to really give it a shot. I'm going to include the links for Megan's LinkedIn course. And she's actually going to be giving you guys $20 off if you decided to join her course. It's only $197, which I think is amazing. Most courses are priced around this point and then you get $20 off. So you can use the code BREE, B-R-E-E, 2020 and you'll get $20 off. Again, all of the links will be in the episode description so you can go and you can check out the course curriculum. She gives templates for messaging too, like when you're messaging on LinkedIn. And you guys, you know I love a template. I love live for templates. I think it makes it so easy. You just plug in your information and play, plug and play. And I love that about her course. So definitely go and check it out. And if you have any questions about it, you can always reach out to myself or Megan. All of her links will be in the episode description. So before we get into the actual interview, I do want to tell you guys about a super exciting thing that I'm doing for the month of December. I just finished this actually this afternoon before I started recording this. Um, I'm doing a little mini series, a four part mini series about planning your business for 2020. Um, This is something that I actually did a little under a month ago with one of my really good mentors and we sat down and we just like mapped out what 2020 was going to look like for me and I was so inspired and I wanted to share some of the things that we did. So I'm going to be releasing a little four-part series every, I wish I could do it every Friday, but because of like the holidays and just where things fall, um, I'm going to, it's, 
two episodes are on Friday. One's on a Wednesday and one's on another Friday. So it's not like a congruent come back every Friday thing. Um, but I am since I am taking a social media break right now, I'm going to have all of the links and announcements on my Instagram profile. My assistant's going to be posting them. So you guys can definitely go follow along there. Just follow me on Instagram at Living Breely or on um, Twitter. I'm there on Twitter, too. Well, I'm not there. My assistant's there. But <laughs> like anything revolving this mini series will be up on um, Instagram and Twitter as well. So I'm super excited about that. The first episode is going to drop this Friday and we're just talking about setting the goals and intentions for what 2020 can look like next year for you and your business. And I think it's just going to be a really valuable episode. I know that when I first started my business, I did not have goals. I did not know how to break down. I was like, I want to make $5,000 a month. And it was like, okay, how are you going to do that? So in this series, we're really breaking down um, how to actually achieve those like income, the income goals that you want, how to break down goals just in general. If you wanted to start a podcast, how you could go about that, um, how I break down like quarters, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, all of that good stuff. It's going to be, it's really fun. I'm actually like really proud and excited about this. So the first episode is going to drop on Friday, December 6th and definitely check out my Instagram or Twitter feed because that's where I'll be posting. Well, I won't be posting. Why do I keep saying that? (laughs) It's like a natural thing. My assistant will be posting um, all of that information on those profiles. I also, one last thing before we get into the interview, put out if you guys didn't know this, I put out a, a playlist every month on Spotify um, and I have for the past year. I think I started it in January. So I'm going to include the link for that. I put out a December playlist and it's honestly like one of my favorite ones that I've done this year because it's all there's some new music, but a lot of it is like 80s. There's some Janis Joplin in there, um, but like... I don't know. Just like it's a really cool playlist. I really think that you guys will like it. So go definitely check it out. I'll put the the link for the playlist in the episode description. And then you can also click on my profile and you can see all of my playlists from January, February, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. (laughs) Okay. um, I will talk to you guys on Friday. I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing good. So Megan is a digital marketing strategist, but specifically for LinkedIn, which I'm super excited to cover on the podcast because we haven't had a guest talk about LinkedIn, at least not at great great length. So I'm so excited for you to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. We actually connected on Facebook through Kellyanne Gorman's show, The Happy Workaholic, which we were both guests on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is right. So tell us a little bit more about what it is like. Let's start from the top with LinkedIn. Like, can you give a brief overview of what it is for someone who like maybe has never even explored it? Yeah, absolutely. So 
um, LinkedIn is kind of my jam and here's why. So most people think that LinkedIn traditionally is a platform for if you are looking for employment. And I think that that probably was the case um, a few years back is that LinkedIn became a place for professional connections. That's kind of what it was for a social platform. And then if you were uh, seeking a job, you could go on LinkedIn and connect with other people and find jobs. Well, now LinkedIn has evolved and is still evolving like all social media does. And it's really just become this great platform to not only find your ideal clients, but also just be around like-minded people, learn more about your industry, um, so many things. And it's really gotten kind of a reputation for being very professional and very business-like and not as social as let's say like Facebook or Instagram. And that has changed a ton with new features like LinkedIn Live and um, people using that platform every day to go live and be more, more and more social. And so it's changed over the years, but I would say now it is just like a regular social platform, like a Facebook or an Instagram. And you have this awesome opportunity on there because it has not been flooded yet. It's kind of like still <laughs> like little, uh, kept secret, but people are starting to dust off their LinkedIn profiles every day. So it's just been a really fun platform to connect and get to know people on. I love that. So I think I'm going to share with you what my experience with LinkedIn was, because I think I fall in that category of using it for job searching. So I was a recruiter for about three years before I started my business. And I would use LinkedIn to source candidates for positions. I would use it when I was looking for job transitions as well. Um, and so I had like a really great LinkedIn profile. I had like, I think 2000 connections, which was like a lot back then. Yeah. I don't know if it still is now. Um, yeah. But I think what happens is when people saw the word recruiter in my title, like they would just add me like they, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. like they could get me a job. And so as I started transitioning, you know, we're not transitioning, but I started my business. I was like still getting all the emails and the updates and I still have the app. And I was like, this isn't even what I'm doing anymore. It has like nothing to do with my business, my blog, my podcast. So I actually ended up deleting my profile. <laughs> um, and I talk, you know, at pretty great lengths about my old jobs. And it's not like I say anything that I feel like is super, super negative, but it's definitely not like favorable. <laughs> so I'm like, I never want to like put my old job titles or like where I used to work. Cause I yeah. don't to feel like I'm dragging certain companies, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with LinkedIn. And I'm sure there's someone listening who is probably in somewhat of a similar situation. Yeah. And you're exactly right. So LinkedIn does pick up on keywords. And so when you have recruiter in your title, or for me, when I have like digital marketing manager, digital sales manager, I get pitched by companies all the time because they see like, oh, this person has this certain position, you know, how can they serve me type of thing? And, you know, it kind of goes both ways. So the great thing about it now is like, you could start a new LinkedIn profile and it could be all about like what you do now. So put on there, I have on there my podcast, I have my .com, I have my blog, 
there's a really cool feature called articles. So if you have any like um, written articles or if you're a blogger, it's a great place to repurpose content and it really has some great like analytics that you can track. And then for the podcast, um, you know, I post our episodes on there uh, frequently and that's actually how we hired our podcast editor. That's how I've gotten connected with other guests to go on shows and for them to come on our shows. So um, I think there's definitely de- really doesn't matter what industry you're in now. There's a place for you on that platform um, that's not going to just have you inundated with people thinking that you're going to be able to get them a job. Right, which is a perfect segue into my question. So who is LinkedIn for and who is it not for? Oh, I love this question. So maybe I'm a little biased, but I honestly think it does not matter what you do, that LinkedIn is a great platform for that. And I'll kind of dive, dive into that a little bit. So let's say that you are a stay at home mom that has a soap business and you want, you know, you want to sell your soap. Well, you might traditionally think that LinkedIn, since it's not a corporate, like big white collar job, that that wouldn't be a platform for you. But there's actually a great community of like stay-at-home moms, entrepreneurs on there where you could get on and read different articles about how they've started, you know, grassroots type of businesses and grown that way. It may open up doors for you to go on podcasts, to guest blog, to kind of do other things like that. And it also gives your business so much clout and authority. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I say it's great for anybody because no matter what you're trying to do, everybody wants to have some authority on their subject matter or zone of genius. And with LinkedIn, you can do that through recommendations. So people can recommend you. Those are housed right on your platform. And then you can also kind of use your LinkedIn profile and your connections on there just to build more authority and clout for yourself and your business. So for me in digital marketing and digital strategy, anytime that I see somebody post about something that I know I can give my two cents and it's going to be helpful or it's going to help serve somebody, I always do that. And my connections have just blown up just from simply like giving advice or giving knowledge on, on a subject matter that I already know. So really for anybody, I think it's a great platform. And I would say, you know, on that same line, just make sure that you, when you create your profile or when you go to update your profile, if you're a podcaster and blogger and entrepreneur and all of your photos on Instagram and your Facebook and your brand, they're really bright and fun and outgoing, keep that same theme on your LinkedIn. You don't have to have like a stodgy shoulders facing forward headshot just because it's LinkedIn. Right. Um, Yeah. Keep, keep it brain consistent, even on that platform. I love that. Thank you. So I think also so many people say that they have been able to get clients and I know you were kind of talking about that. Um, obviously like your podcast editor, like your producer, your client for them. So what does that process look like? Like if someone is trying to get clients utilizing LinkedIn, what does that cycle look like? Yeah. So you can kind of go at that from several angles for 
specifically, like, let's take the podcast editor, for example. I shared one of our podcast episodes and said, hey, we're a podcast that has a lifestyle episode on Thursdays. It's geared towards lifestyle and motherhood content, but we also have a business episode every Tuesday with me. We're looking for somebody that can edit both of these and kind of join the Unshaken um, podcast team. And so from there, that's just a post on my wall or on my feed. And we had a bunch of people like send in, you know, their resumes or their applications. And so just kind of reaching out to your network on LinkedIn. If you, um, you know, another person that I follow a lot in the creative spaces like Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, those type of women that have built up a big business too, they post all of their jobs on LinkedIn. So if you, yeah. So if you go to like the job tab at the very top, you can even drill down like super targeted and say, I'm looking for a virtual assistant in the Southern California area or in the greater Chattanooga area, wherever you are. And then everyone's profile um, that has virtual assistant and in the location that you're looking for will populate and then you can reach out to them. That's how we found our podcast manager. So, um, several ways to do it. And on the flip side of that, if you're actually looking to get hired or looking for a job on that job tab, when you go there, it'll say, let, um, like hiring managers know that you're open for opportunity. And it's just a little toggle button. And you can just toggle that to yes. And then when hiring managers are going through profiles or if you've applied for a job or even if you haven't applied for a job, they can see that you're open to opportunity and can message you. So there's a lot of different avenues, especially to gain clients and money. And yeah, all all of those things are definitely tangible in LinkedIn world. I love that. I love, I think it's so important. And I just actually started listening to Jenna Kutcher's podcast gold goal, goal, G-O-A-L. I was going to say it like how it actually is goal digger podcast. And it is, it's really good. She gives so many good tips on there. And I feel like she's super relatable as well. Yes, absolutely. And she said that most of her hires in the last year have come from LinkedIn. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was a really great platform. Like when I was a recruiter, so being on the other side of it, like more of a hiring manager role, I really did utilize it more than anything else. Any other platform like Monster, Indeed, ZipRecruiter. I'm like having PTSD thinking about all of this. Um, <laughs> oh no. Like, yeah, LinkedIn was such a great, um, place because it did have so many filters available to see like people in a specific area or with specific qualifications. Right. So you talked a little bit about LinkedIn profiles. So what are a few tips and tricks or like what do people need to have on their LinkedIn profile to really stand out? Oh, this is my favorite question about LinkedIn. (laughs) So like I said before, Your profile picture is super important because think about if you're on like Facebook and you get a friend request and that person doesn't have a picture, you automatically are like, Ooh, that's spam. Or, you know, it gives like off a bad vibe a bad vibe. And so many times I've been on LinkedIn and I've gotten a um, connection request and there's no profile picture. So make sure you have a profile picture, which seems like one one but just wanted to put it out there. And then number two, you have the same capability on LinkedIn that you have on Facebook to have a cover photo. And I love to use this and teach my clients to use it as like 
a first impression. So if mm -hmm. you go to my profile, my cover photo has um, my logo, it has my website, it has my Instagram, it has how to find my podcast. So when you go to my profile, the first thing you see is my profile picture. And then immediately, you know who I am and what I do based off of my cover photo. And you guys, so I'm going to have her, all of her links, including her LinkedIn profile in the episode notes. So you can just swipe up and click on it there so you can see what she's talking about. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the next tip that I would give is your headline. So that's going to be like what your job title is. I love to craft a really catchy headline and that's something that I love to work, um, you know, with other people's headlines too, because all of us are so different and unique. What LinkedIn is going to prompt you to do is whatever your current job title is. So mine would be digital sales manager. It's going to prompt me to make my headline digital sales manager, but I encourage you to change that to something more um, catchy and really like explain what you do because when I say digital sales manager that doesn't really mean anything to anyone right so my actual headline now is um, something like um, digital strategist podcaster motivational mom one-on-one -on -one coach and um, I think like goal crusher there's something there's like another like adjective on there but so when you go to that you, you see like oh wow okay so she's in digital marketing She's a mom. This is the kind of content she's going to put out. Looks like she has a podcast and looks like she does some one-on-one -on -one, like strategy and mentoring um, based around LinkedIn and digital marketing. So that way you have like another headline for your brand. And then of course, I'll, the last two quick tips that I would give aside from both of your pictures and your headline is just make sure that your experience and what you put on there is up to date, especially if you're applying for jobs. Um, and that you give a good description. A lot of people just list like where they went to college and then their first job, second job, third job, and there's no like description. So take advantage of really telling your story of what you did at that job, um, how it helped, like who you served, what skills you earned and do that in your summary as well. So it gives you an opportunity to make that platform a lot more social instead of more um, business professional. Um, when you kind of have a big block of text to be able to tell your story, who you are, and then what you did at all of those um, places that you have created and done amazing things at. So brag on yourself and don't be afraid to do that. <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> kind of, I mean, going back to me. Um, yeah, girl. <laughs> so with my profile, like let's say I wanted to start a new one. Could I just put like recruiter, but not put like the actual company and then just explain what I did as a recruiter if I didn't? Cause I mean, I've said some things that like people probably <laughs> are not going to like. Yeah. <laughs> if they, and I know, I know because in San Diego, it is kind of like a smaller town. So I know like if I posted like one of the companies I worked for was like a multi-billion dollar financial institution here, like everyone will know exactly. Right. Like, everything. right. So I just like, that's my only hesitancy with getting back on, getting back on LinkedIn. Yeah, no, that, that is a really valid point. And you know, we have people sometimes too, they're like, Hey, I got let go from this job. I don't really want to have to put that on there. So there's definitely ways around it. But like in your case, I would put um, recruiter in the financial field. If you even wanted to put the industry, you definitely don't have to attach the firm that you were with or anything. 
but really brag on yourself about what you did while you were there and you know any stats that you had like you were able to place this many people in jobs or anything like that but you could if you wanted to which you definitely should girlfriends start a LinkedIn profile you could just put like recruiter in the financial industry or just you know overall recruiter and then not tag the company that you worked for I think that that's you know totally kosher Okay, cool. Yeah, I just, that's definitely, LinkedIn is, I've been hearing a lot about it and it's like, it's one of those things where I was like, no, <laughs> like absolutely not, <laughs> but I'm really coming around to it and I think it's something that I'm going to look into doing probably in the new year. Yeah. Um, starting and you know, and building it up. Yeah. And like with what you're doing now, you know, your current jobs are going to be talking about everything that you're currently doing and it's going to show you know, show up as a different job. So it's going to show that you have, um, employment or your past like years of employment is going to show different, like your podcast and all of those different things that you can put on there to say what you do. And you can totally like control even what you want to put on there. So like there's a different little area too, that's for skills. Like you get endorsed for skills. And so people that knew you from the recruiting industry are probably going to say that you were great with people and good in recruiting and stuff like that. So you'll have another way to gain like that authority and clout without having to add that big financial firm to your profile. Right, right. Okay, cool. That's making me feel really good. Um, <laughs> what is one of the, I mean, I'm sure you've had so much success with helping people build their LinkedIn profiles, but what are some of the bigger success stories that you can share with us? Like what have you seen people, amazing things people have been able to do because of LinkedIn? Ooh, okay. So one of my clients when I was building, so I have a course on LinkedIn that really teaches you everything from how to start your profile to what to say when you get a connection, like messaging templates, all the way through pretty much like A to Z of what to do with a profile. So I had a few people beta test my course for me and one of my clients that went through, she really wanted to break into a new industry, but all of her experience had been in insurance. And she was like, I'm just burnt out. I don't want to be in insurance anymore. And I said, okay, great. What do you want to do? And she said, I want to work at Pinterest. And I'm like, well, yeah, girl, who doesn't, you know what I mean? But we started talking and I said, that's one of the biggest things that LinkedIn can do is it can put you in front of anybody. And so what we did is we strategically started adding connections that worked at Pinterest. We went to the search bar, searched for marketing directors at Pinterest. We searched for um, hiring managers and we strategically started connecting with these people and sending them a message like, hey, you know, my name is so-and-so. This, it's so great to connect with you on LinkedIn and then something about their profile. So I love that you do this at Pinterest. I bet that that's a super interesting job. So started putting her in front of people that actually work at this huge company. And lo and behold, a position came open in, in Atlanta, Georgia at the Pinterest headquarters there. And she applied for that job and it showed that she had several connections to people that worked at Pinterest. So her application um, when she applied online showed that because she applied with her LinkedIn profile and she actually ended up getting hired at Pinterest and still works there today on their branding team. So that was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I would like yeah. my, dream. I mean, I'm such a big Pinterest fan, obviously like yeah. I created courses about it, but yeah, I'm like, even 
I would, if like Pinterest offered me a job, I would probably be like, um, yeah, I'll figure out how to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one was really great. And that, that, that is the thing too about LinkedIn is, you know, we talk about these words like going viral or, um, having a ton of followers on Instagram, but on LinkedIn, if I share an article, a blog post, and you like it, it immediately gets sent out to people on your newsfeed that says, hey, you know, um, she liked this article that uh, Megan posted. And so then not only did I reach my audience, but now I reach your audience. And if someone from your audience likes it, it just catches on really quickly. So that's exactly how Pinterest works too. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's kind of like, I kind of explained it as like a web, like a spider's web. Like as your start, as it starts to spin, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes, exactly. So that was pretty cool. And then of course, um, every job that I've ever had, I've gotten off of LinkedIn. So currently my full-time job is I'm a digital sales manager for an NBC television station in Chattanooga. I got that job from uh, LinkedIn and then the last three TV stations that I've worked for have all been through LinkedIn too. So that's just my personal success story with it. But I think it's important to mention because that's why I'm so passionate about the platform. That's awesome. Congratulations. You're killing it. (laughs) Thanks, girl. (laughs) So you have a course all about LinkedIn. Yes, I do. We're going to link all of that down below. Um, but tell us a little bit more before I let you go. Tell us what they can learn in that course and what are, or well, you kind of already talked about the results of that one woman, but like, what are some of the things that they're going, the bigger takeaways that they can learn when they take that course? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I created LinkedIn league really for anybody that is using the platform or wants to get back into the platform. Um, it's doesn't, it's not really beginner level or expert level. It's kind of anybody could use that course and the tips that are in there. So the big takeaways that I wanted to make sure I had from the course is getting your profile completely just brand spanking new, giving you like an all-star profile. So I walk you through with actual video of my LinkedIn profile of how I set everything up and what keywords to use and what places are, you know, best to put certain things. We talk about how you should engage on LinkedIn. So how you can get yourself in front of different people. Um, I have like four or five downloads in there of what to say when you connect with somebody, like what message should you. Yeah, absolutely. So there are templates, like there's a messaging template, there's an engagement template, there's um, ideas to help you write your headline. So there's a downloadable guide of how to craft and create your perfect headline, and then how to ask for recommendations. There's a little bit, there's a bonus section on if you're a job seeker, how to set your profile up for being specifically a job seeker. And then there's also um, different features on there that goes over articles and how to search for different connections and really just a a good overview so that after you're done with that course, your profile is like ready to rock and roll and you understand like how LinkedIn works compared 
to all the other social media platforms. And you guys, if you're listening to this episode, everyone knows I love a template. I love a template. <laughs> I do too, girl. <laughs> like if as someone offers me templates in a course, I'm like 90% more likely to buy it than if oh, that's there are so no templates. Like I'm like, I live for them. Like it makes it so easy. It's plug and play kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's four downloadable templates in there and then all of the videos videos and there's like three PowerPoints um, throughout the modules. Everything's downloadable for you to hold on to. And I tried to make it to even when LinkedIn changes and like with their algorithms and things that it's just evergreen. Like these are just great tips that you can use at any time to kind of refresh and get you back on track with your profile instead of just constantly chasing down um, an algorithm. Algorithm. So I, I, uh, I've had great success with it. So yeah, LinkedIn League, I'm excited about it. So, and you also have a podcast. So tell everyone where they can find you on the internet and where they can listen to your podcast. Perfect. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Meg Strat and my website is meganstratton.com. You're going to find everything on there from five ways to make your LinkedIn profile better to the best chicken marsala recipe. So there's a little bit of everything going on on there. And then um, I actually co-host the Unshaken podcast with my best friend, Courtney, and we have episodes twice a week on Tuesdays. It's just with me, business content um, about how to pitch, close, sell, convert, LinkedIn, Instagram, all things digital marketing. And then on Thursdays, it's our lifestyle and motherhood content on there. And you can find us anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts or at um, unshakenpodcast.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much information about LinkedIn. And you definitely motivated me to start my own start back up my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) Um, So I really appreciate you chatting with me. Yeah, absolutely. It was a blast. Thank you so much for the opportunity. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode,